So I saw the movie Father Stew, which I highly recommend. However, I just have to give a warning. It does have a lot of cussing in it. Now, I'm from Montana originally, and those people are animals. Um, so I'm kind of naturally inoculated against that. I barely noticed. But if you're very sensitive, you should not see the movie. But it is, I just, actually, it's just beautiful. And the first part of his life, he's all about promoting himself. Uh, first as a boxer, and then he thinks he's going to go to Hollywood and make it big. And he's, he's always working his own ego, trying to get ahead. And then he has this accident, and um, God intervenes, and he has this conversion, and ends up becoming a priest. And it's just a beautiful movie. But at the end... Um, and so I'm going to ruin this, so plug your ears if you don't want to know the ending. But at the end, um, uh, he, this other priest goes to confession to him. And in the seminary, and you do sometimes have those, this priest was always trying to show how, you know, he's more holy, he's more whatever. Um, when he's walking around, he's carrying a rosary just to show people how holy he is. Once again, ego, ego, ego. And um, he never liked... Father Stu, because, you know, he's rather rough, um, and goes to confession to Father Stu, and he says, you know, what I've ex tried to escape, you embrace. And, you know, people are lined up to f see Father Stu, and he says, you know, you embrace it. And he says, I never wanted to become a priest. I was only becoming a priest because my father wanted me to become a priest, and I hate it. He says, I, I resent the work that I have to do for these people, and you love it. And it's this great confession, and um, sound, I'm not selling it well enough, but really, even for me, I was crying. Um, and it's this great thing that Father Stu, after losing his ego, all he really wants to do is serve God and his people. And it's such a great movie for that, but like, uh, anyhow, my point being is that the movie, Father Stu, is a great recruitment of what it means to be Catholic. You know, the priest who wants to show how holy he is, that's the opposite of what tonight is about. About having your uh, foot washing is, you know, you want to end up like Father Stu. I just want to show mercy and love to other people and serve God. Not, I'm religious so I can be the center of attention. Or, different example, but trying to make the same point, saw this study on police forces. Now, I respect the police, so just understand that. But they had two opposite police forces. One was somewhere in Texas, where their advertisement was, this starts with, the recruiting video started with this image of the Punisher, the superhero, the Punisher, starts with that image and then cuts away to um, this police force having an assault vehicle they got from the army, and this policeman throwing smoke gra grenades at, out at other people. And the whole advertisement is, you know, become a policeman and we're going to kick you in the teeth. Um, oddly, surprisingly, that's interesting, the opposite one was this other police force who put out a recruitment video about becoming a police, that a policeman, it's about duty and service. If you really care for other people, 
You serve and protect them. And the last line was, do you care enough to serve other people? And I'm just mentioning it because, oddly enough, the Texas one has a lot of abuse cases. The other one that is, it's really about, do you care enough to serve other people? They don't have any uh, uh, abuse cases. And so, like, I know this sounds kind of strange, but wow, they put out the right message of the right type of people that they want, ones that will serve other people. Do you care enough to serve? And so Jesus, think about this. The washing of the feet is Jesus' recruitment video. If you're going to join this religion, then you have to care enough to serve other people. Not about your ego, not about being ahead. Do you care enough to serve other people? And the Passover, and I mean the Jewish Passover, the Eucharist, did you know it's the oldest continuous ritual in human history that we're participating in tonight? And the Passover, if you're Jewish, you must celebrate the Passover. What it means to be Jewish is that you share in the Passover. Um, so the Passover, um, it makes you Jewish. The Eucharist, Christ's Passover, makes you Catholic. Um, if you sh eat the, the Passover with Moses, you would be set free from slavery. In Christ, if you eat the Passover, you'll be set free from sin. Um, Moses at one point says to the people, it's timeless, where he says, this is not just ritual, it's a way of life. And he says, you know, this is how you must celebrate the Passover. Then he, he turns to the people who would be reading the Bible and says, you people, you people in the future, when you celebrate this Passover, you will be here with us. There's only one Passover. So all those things are true with Christ. The prophecy is that Christ would come and introduce a new Passover and um, a new promised land. And um, you must celebrate it, no matter what time period or place. It's all one Eucharist. It's the same one that the apostles shared it in the Last Supper. And the prophecy is he'll give us a new law. At the Christ Passover, he'll give us a new law. So the new law is, in case you didn't know, the law of love. But what I love is the first Passover, at the first Passover, there were slaves. And you eat the, the, the uh, Passover lamb, and you will be set free. You are nobody's slave anymore. Now, with Christ's Passover, he reverses it. He reverses So if you eat Christ's Passover, the Eucharist, um, it's the opposite. You'll become a slave of love. Um, they were set free from Egypt, but now you're set free from sin, so that really now you must become a slave of love. And I love the fact that if you take part in the Eucharist, it's this reversal. That the reversal is, you know, the world is about who's first, I'm dominant, um, this Passover, um, it's about service. And think about this. Before Christ, the whole foot washing, to explain the foot washing, before Christ, the privileged people would have servants wash their feet. For Jews, washing of somebody's foot was unheard of. It's this act of extreme loneliness, or lowliness, sorry. That's why Peter says, no way. My Lord is not going to wash my feet. That's just Peter's pride. That's not humility. Because uh, that's pride. And 
And Jesus is very harsh and says, if I do not wash your feet, then you have no part with me. I must do this. And afterwards, after he washes their feet, and this is, he says, and now I, if I, your Lord, God, washes your feet, you must do this for other people. So after Christ, it's actually the privileged who get to wash the feet of others. So if you take part in the Eucharist, this idea is this promise to reverse the order of the world that now will serve in love of other people. Um, it means all of us have got to be this Father Stew that cares for other people. And I love the fact that um, for us, this is not a symbol. Uh, it starts, the Greek is really nice, where, um, I just love this, where it says, the night he handed over his life, hand over is overused. It's, this sounds strange, it's not tomorrow on Good Friday where Christ handed over his life. Good Friday is when he was executed. It's at the Last Supper, the Passover, where Christ hands over his life to us. So we'd say, you know, for many reasons, the Eucharist is the real presence of Christ. But he hands over his life and love to us in the Eucharist so that we can become foot washers. We're no longer the ego at the center. We want to care for other people. And so on the Last Supper, he gives us three commands. Um, he tells us uh, the command to love. Remember, there's this new law, and the new law is love. And Jesus, in the Gospel of John, one-fourth of the Gospel is on the Eucharist. So if you say you're a Christian, one-fourth of the Gospel is just on the Eucharist? That's incredible. And he talks a long time that you, if you share in this, you must love one another as I have loved you. Um, to me, that's amazing. This is what this um, Eucharist is about, is that um, uh, you share in this, the new law is we'll all become like fathers do. But the sad part is the apostles don't get it. The apostles don't get it. So Jesus has to demonstrate what this love is like. You share in the Eucharist, you're obligated to serve and love other people. So he takes out his, off his outer garment. So I want to do that. Now, if you're Jewish and you're the presider of the Passover at the time, you had this outer fe garment, festival garment. So he takes off. What the outer garment symbolizes is all the externals that divide us. Whether you're Democrat or Republican, whether you're Irish or non-Irish, um, uh, you know, what color your skin is, you know, all those externals that the world is constantly trying to divide us. And underneath he has the inner garment it mentions. What's his inner garment? It's this cartoon, this wedding garment. And that's your real dignity of who God created you to be. Um, now, for all those who are going to get baptized, they're going to get one of this. Our inner garment is our relationship to God and other people who are really meant to be. And then he puts on a towel and he starts to wash their feet. Um, now, at this point, I'm going to wash the feet of those who are entering the church. So please, if you um, are going to enter the church, please take off your shoes um, and come and be seated. Now, and he puts on a towel around his waist. I've got to tell you, um, the first time as a priest and washed people's feet, one woman kept her nylons on. So I was like, well, 
I guess I'm washing your nylons. Um, but here's the point. Like, even afterwards, it's this um, idea. And Pope Francis does this, that I just love, but I just don't have the nerve to do it. Where Pope Francis, after he washes uh, the people's feet, he kisses them. I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> but here's what I want. For those who are entering the church, it's like the police vi recruitment video. Um, what kind of people do we want this religion to be? We want it to be people, people who care enough to serve other people. If you share in the very body and blood of Christ, then like Father Stu, like all those, we'll pour out our life in service to others. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.